There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Shut Kenny up. Olson. <laughs> um, the three of us don't want to be here today, but Ross does, so Ross, wow. it's your show. Go ahead. Start talking. <laughs> I watched a great episode, and I'm not lying about this, I watched a made-for-TV Murder, She Wrote movie last night. Okay, that's enough. Before I went for bed. (laughs) Yes! That's enough. This is really a 70-year-old female. Angela Lansbury is such a badass. Um, The young Angela Lansbury was. The old one is just a dumpy old grandma. (laughs) <laughs> Always prying into people's business. Right. You should have um, seen her on the train last night. I mean, uh, she was all in people's business. But the young Angela Lanz, and I should say, she was a killer actor from her young days to her old days. But uh, she was a hottie in the young uh, when she was young. Uh, Don, um, I've been reading an email exchange between you <laughs> and uh, John, and it reminds me, the Krabby Coffee Shop has its own patron saint. Did you know that? No. Okay, good. Um, I was hoping you would say no because I want to bring her up. She has since passed away, but um, from a story from The Sun in 2018, headline, World's Oldest Human Says She's Never Felt (laughs) Happy. The world's oldest human? Has never felt happy. And this is from 2018. The Russian government claims to have found the oldest woman in the world, 128 years old, who says she hasn't lived a single happy day in her life. (laughs) (laughs) If true, the claims would mean Koku Istambulava, uh, Istambulava was already 27 when the Tsar Nicholas II abdicated. She would have been 55 when World War II ended and 102 when the Soviet Union collapsed a generation ago. Uh, but the claims are dubious, as she would have also smashed the global record for the oldest person who ever lived by some six years. Uh, the claim was made by the Pension Fund of the Russian Federation. It's based on her internal passport, which shows a birthday of June 1st, 1889. Uh, this lady, and she looks like, picture a really, really old Russian. That's exactly what she, she looks like a caricature of a really, really, she looks like a, like a wrinkled potato. Yeah, like an old apple. Yeah. Like she, the art that they do to yeah. make apple heads. Yeah. She's really tough on the eyes. Uh, asked how long, how she lived so long, um, she said it was God's will. I did nothing to make it. By the way, she was a Muslim, so I don't know why they changed it to God, because in other stories she yeah. was saying it was Allah's will. Uh, I did nothing to make it happen. I see people going in for sports, eating something special, keeping themselves fit, but I have no idea how I lived until now. Um, and I have not had a single happy day in my life. I have always worked hard digging in the garden. I am tired Long life is not at all God's gift for me, but a punishment. 
Uh, and thankfully, um, she died about a year later. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yeah, she, she was thankful. Uh, she oh, was yeah. eating. She didn't feel good. She laid down and started saying some prayers, and she passed away. Um, but when we heard this story uh, in the early, early days of this concept called the Krabby Coffee Shop that uh, Roycey and I invented, we decided to make her our patron saint because she was, what, 128 years old <laughs> and never lived a happy day in her life. Yeah. Now, that is something I can relate to. I so totally agree. You try, and you try to make yourself, you're like, let me look on the bright side. Okay, well, what am I thankful for? And then some days you're like, I don't give an S about anything. I'm so tired of these people. I, I scared my boyfriend yesterday because I started to bitch about things that happen. Yeah. Not with any of my coworkers. It's right. from emails that I receive. Right. And I was... I was like a dragon. I had my hands out on the table like this, and I was like, <laughs> I hate these people. They are this and this and this. Let me oh, my God. I can't do it. I want to go into their cube at work and say, what's that pen you're holding? You shouldn't be writing with that pen and just analyze everything they do at their job and see how they feel. I used to, I used to uh, work with a guy named Bob, and we we had a morning show and an afternoon show, and this, that, and the other. And um, part of our deal was uh, we didn't take phone calls, um, even though it was talk radio, and we were supposed to take phone calls, and uh, we didn't take phone calls to quote Bob. I don't call you and bother you at work. <laughs> Why do you have to bother me? Yes, I know this Bob you're talking about. <laughs> yes, this is awesome. One of the funniest awesome. lines I ever heard on the radio, I'm driving down the highway and I hear him say that and just, you know, yeah. Yeah. peed my pants. I was laughing so hard. So you two going back and forth last night, I read it when I got up this morning, reminded me I have saved two two of my most cherished possessions. <laughs> They're right here. Yeah? They're, it's hate mail that yes. has been sent to me. I get a lot of hate mail, but um, all the other efforts are just amateur in nature compared to these two. I want to start with this old one. I got this when I was on 1500, um, and, of course, it wasn't signed. Uh, and it was sent to management, and management was so impressed by this letter that they printed it out and gave it to me. <laughs> Can you please fire the most useless on-air personality you've ever had, Kenny Olson? Some of us who have accomplished things in our lives wish to get a little break in our days listening to your shows. Then this washed-up, useless, bitter, nobody-of-an-ass-clown ruins each and every show when he opens his annoying, pathetic mouth. And they mock Joe's laugh? This douche canoe sounds like a Muppet being raped when he tries to laugh. Please, please, please do us all a favor and fire him immediately. Now, that is a hell of a piece of writing. That's, yeah, it really is. Uh, and it really filled my heart with joy and pride. Uh, the second one, and, and that came many years ago, the second one just came at the end of April. And it's from a guy calling himself John Smith, but his email address is uh, a lady's name, and I'm not going to give it out because, uh, you know, yeah, I gotta, we're not about yeah, that. I got to protect yeah. the protect the angry. Uh, the subject is Nazi, and it's uh, question I'm, mark. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to change some of the wording due to the times we live in. Yeah. You sound like a mentally handicapped Jew. Okay, I see what you're changing there, yes. Every time you compare something in politics you don't like to Nazis, do a little research on National Socialism and the reason why Hitler came to power in Germany in 1933. Great lesson. You mentally handicapped boomer gay person. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's, yeah. Wow. So is is that guy, he, he's a Nazi, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me when you first sent it. Yeah, Kenny sent that to all of the GL people with just this message. I won! Exclamation <laughs> <point>. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes and, they're so absurd that they're funny. Yeah. I yeah. think that I'm being pecked to death by little, little sparrows. Ones. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. you called it in the email the man's splain uh mansplainy. Man, yeah, mansplainy. Yeah. It's con- it's a, there's a condescending tone. Yeah. It's yeah. rude. Yeah. It's arrogant. Yeah. It's like let me tell you something. Like they will write out things to me that are so passive aggressive or I can't yeah. figure out what what this type of communication is, but it's aggressive. Right. And then they pretend to not be aggressive when you reply. Right. right. Um, yeah. I I just um, most of them, if they make me mad, I just delete them now. I just delete them. The one that made me so mad yesterday that set me off was a person who said, that's not the way it is, Jason. Jason was on vacation. <laughs> I was the one talking about it. Are you mistaking my voice with Jason, Jason's? That's the first problem here. Yeah. I said, yeah. why are you addressing Jason? He was on vacation. I'm the one that was talking about it. Yeah. I was referring to this and that. Yeah. It had to yeah. do with the Sistine Chapel. Jason oh. Momoa recently oh. took pictures in okay. there. Okay, I got in trouble. I had my headphones on. That was on Monday, and I heard your story. Since we didn't know, the pictures I saw, the doors are open to broad daylight. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The sun is shining through. Yeah. I assumed he wasn't using a flash. Right. And for God's sake, I read 50 million stories a day. Right. I am not going to do a deep dive research into all of them. I read a couple of articles to make sure it's not completely bogus. Yeah. I talk about it, and then they want to act like it's the only thing I'm talking about all day and that I should have researched it. Right, Then they try to mansplain. The deal with art is that if you use a flash, it deteriorates the blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't freaking know that. I have my master's degree. I, I, I'm like, I know. And it's not like I'm like, think I'm right all the time. It's not that. It's the way it's presented and so condescending. Yeah. And all I said on the air was... Um, I'm wondering, since I'm Catholic, I feel like I can speak on this. Did they not want him to have these pictures out of reverence for the church? Right. Because there are certain parts of Catholic Mass that you cannot record. Right. The consecration being right. one of them. Sure. You, when you're having a wedding, they have to turn off the cameras. You can't film it. So if it was something like that, I want to know. And if it is, I'm like, eh, come on. It's a public tourist attraction right 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 you know what uh, i don't really agree with it is what i'm saying and i feel like i can say that when you did that story <laughs> what i couldn't help but think was 
if I had traveled all the way to Rome and I was in the Sistine Chapel and I've watched documentaries and drama movies about it, I, I need to take a picture. I, I've got to take I've got to take a picture, and the fact that I can't really bugged me. Right. Yeah. So I'm not talking about flash photography because I know in the Louvre and other things like the deep sea scrolls or the dead sea scrolls, you can't take pictures of them. They're in a dark room, which she also brought up to me (laughs) in her tales of travel because I've never been out of the United States. Please. I'm just like, lady. And then there were a few others and I'm like, I, I, I was like, so mad. I was screaming and looking at my boyfriend like he was the lady. Yeah. And he yeah. just was yeah. like, oh, I get that way. I have to let it out Yeah, because I get yeah. miserable, honestly. So yeah. one time um, the roommate and uh, my son and I were clearing a deadfall that was covering a road in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. And she, Ben, or, or her, one of them, took a video of me cutting a limb. So I'm cutting a limb off. And somehow this ended up on Twitter. I don't know why, what the caption was. But I immediately received criticism from somebody saying that they don't look like uh, firebox-sized logs. You're not going to burn those, are you? And just uh, this big, long... And, my God, all I was was chunking up a limb to get it out of the way. So and you could s- drive the car. And sometimes you, when they're really fat, you cut them a little small so they can be handled by the roommate, right? Let's not make this a lot of work. We just want to cut it up, get it out of the way, continue on our way. And, and what it's really done is is made me very apprehensive about posting anything from my personal life That's right. on yeah. social. Right. Um, and I did over the weekend. I was pulling a tree through a field. Um, and I posted that, but with no caption. And then I don't even look at the comments nor respond to them. Yeah. 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 I, I just, if, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I just, that's, that's infuriating. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't get a lot. I get the occasional, I get a lot of nice stuff too. So it's about a 50 50 deal. Uh, but we have started uh, on Garage Logic. I think all of us do this now. We just answer politely with, Noted. Noted. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> That's all we yeah. do. Yeah, because if you answer any other way, you're you're going to end up arguing with that. Yeah, Chris, I just yeah, it's uh, Reavers still cannot control himself, and he'll engage and oh, get yeah. in big arguments yeah. with him. But me, I either don't say anything, or if they're a, a pretty good mean one, I'll say noted, and that's my it. my uh, favorite is I get I'll get the occasional note. Or on social media, people will say, when your news starts on GarageLogic, I fast forward. Right. And I'm going, it's a podcast, folks. As long as you clicked on it once, yeah. we don't care what you do with my news. You can fast forward and through what it do all you, your life. Do they think they're going to influence that you won't do the news anymore? Is that their goal? What's yeah, the well, goal? Well, yes, yesterday I got one, and the subject matter just said, please leave the show. So I think, <laughs> I think they, they think, yeah. you know, yeah. they will follow through with whatever they'd like us to do. So. I just, you know, and I through the my email yesterday i'm like remember when we used to be broadcasters and we could just do what we were hired to do which is brought i've been in this business since i was 19 and i don't think i know everything but our job was to have strong opinions and do broadcasts before people were keyboard warriors and everything you said they analyzed and they want to tell you what they know People don't yeah. want to have fun anymore. They don't want to be entertained or enjoy anything. That's what I came to yeah. the clu- conclusion of yesterday. How did we get to this point where, uh, despite all the really, really important things going on in the world, 
this is the concern for the country. We're obsessed with celebrities. Uh, Will Smith goes on stage, slaps Chris. That's a huge story for two weeks. Um, and Amber Heard and John, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, again, war in Ukraine, but this is what we care right. about. Um, somebody didn't use the proper um, pronoun, so we're going to cancel that person. <laughs> oh. Somebody said a bad word back in 1972, so their career is over. <laughs> How did we, can we blame like Yelp reviews or Google reviews? How it's did social we, media is the darkness yeah. of all of it. Don't you think yeah. so, Ross? Oh yeah, 100%. We also get enjoyment out of cutting people down. It makes us feel better oh, about I mean, ourselves. Including yourself yeah. in these oh, modules. 100%. 100%. But yeah. I, I think there's a certain sport in this for people. And I always say this, if you approach me, you know, Kenny, I think you said the person used a fake name. If you put your real name to it, I might actually take some credibility to it. When you get hate tweets from somebody who has one, yeah, one follower, or it's the egg that they got four years ago when they joined, I don't take the any seriousness to that. <laughs> you know, so what, you're just solely egg out gets, to troll. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're so, gonna if you're gonna troll, at least well, kind of be like me. Put your name to it and admit that you're trolling. God. And Don made Don made the point yesterday in the emails we traded. People would never do this in real life. They wouldn't walk up to you and say what they just no. sent you. And they wouldn't an even say it to their best friend. Exactly. It's so yeah. mean. You know, <laughs> uh, I just, and plus, they get irritated when I answer because it goes to Jason and Alexis. The email does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Part of my job is to reply to those. And there sure. are a lot of them. Right. Okay. Right. And they are too busy to answer them. <laughs> yes. So it's part of my job. Right. So they are mad that they're not speaking directly to Jason. Well, good luck, because he doesn't want to talk to you, so I have to. But <laughs> you know what I mean? In the case of podcasts, Dawn, it's destination listening. You didn't get here by accident. Right. You, were, you weren't going through the dial. You didn't just stumble upon something. You made the choice to come to this podcast. And I, I'm bringing this up because evidently, according to the roommate, and John might know this, there's one guy in particular that um, rips us a new one on Facebook every single day, and I don't I don't have Facebook, so I don't yeah, know this. Yeah, I don't this. either. But but why would you? What is wrong with you if you're going to a podcast on purpose and then logging onto Facebook and hammering on us? And according to the roommate, this guy gets beat beat up on. The GLers come back and pound on yeah. him. But every day he's back for more. Some, yeah. What, what is that psychosis? What is that? I think they hate themselves. Yeah. And no. they want everyone to hate them. And so they say hateful things. And it's a this vicious cycle of hate. And in the instance of uh, Garage Logic, in, in, in that case, we're four to five people, depending on who's on the show, with varying opinions and backgrounds and points of view. And if we all agreed with joe how boring would that be exactly you My cannot God. be in this business and not have a strong opinion yeah I punch up my thoughts and feelings to make it memorable right i don't just do what i would do with my friends i am strong about my opinion so that people remember me and my mom has always said at least they know your name yeah. you know that's <laughs> yeah. not yeah. just that girl on the radio you it's know better. <laughs> to be infamous than not famous that's at right, all. That's right. Uh, and here's another thing I want to make a point of is that if I do, you know, read something wrong or I don't have all the facts, I I don't have a problem 
with someone telling me that in a nice way. Yeah. If they send me an yeah. email and say, actually, I think he was using a flash in there and that's not allowed. Love the show. You don't even have to say yeah. that. That's fine. It's the condescending, right. like, let me tell you something that you're wrong about, Jason. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm right. not when, Jason. When talking to you. So that brings me to another thing. Ross has uh, <laughs> been gently prodding me to do something called uh, rate the show. And whenever we get like a four or five oh. star rating, you pass it around like it's some kind of gold bullion. <laughs> and I refuse to ask people to do that. And I don't like it because it reminds me of Google reviews and Yelp reviews, yeah. which I have fallen victim to. Yeah. Do you guys, when you're ever going to buy something, do you read the reviews first? And do you let the reviews sway your purchase decision? I do read reviews on Amazon. Me too. If they're kooky, though, and they're like, I didn't like the way, you know, just something that doesn't even make sense. I'm like, okay, you're clearly nuts. <laughs> so you're able to see, because my problem is, for instance, I'll give you an example. I'm in the market to buy an air compressor. I'm spending anywhere from 800 to maybe 1800 right? And I've been looking at different kinds to buy and I always read the reviews and I'll find an air compressor that has 50 good reviews but one bad review (laughs) and if the bad review seems legitimate and not operator error I won't go buy it and uh, now I'm at the point where I can't find one single air compressor <laughs> no. that doesn't have <laughs> at least not. one bad review. You're not gonna so get it. No. here I am with my old ass tired air compressor <laughs> that needs to be replaced. Yeah. What? See, this is a bad review. Somebody would go on with their old air compressor and to a new one and give a review of their old air compressor and say, "I've had this thing yeah. for 27 years yes. and it's not working anymore. It's chugging. It's doing this." and that and you're yeah. like well, how is this relevant to yeah. what a new product would be yeah, that's, uh, that's what i always look at music uh, album reviews or guitar reviews if i'm looking to buy something and they'll they'll give it one star because the inside paper was torn on the it doesn't make any difference how it sounds or what the purpose of it oh in so, past employment uh i worked at a, a big box retailer and one of my jobs was basically we would get a review report every week or two and you would go through and look at the ones that kind of got flagged or poor reviews and then within reason you can actually get reviews removed for, oh, cer- good. for certain reasons right. and some of them would just be kind of like what don talked about somebody would have a product for four years then they would go rate it. Well, okay, stuff does yeah. happen in time. Yeah. But one of my all-time favorites was a shovel was shipped to somebody that required the slightest bit of assembly, right? You had, yeah. to, you had, you had to, to put the stick. Yep, you had to put like the stick and the <laughs> handle together and like one screw. And they, and they took a picture of they it. They were outraged. It wasn't even that. They literally gave it a one-star review and posted... Item arrived broken. No! (laughs) No, it's it's not broken. It says light assembly required. So you have to go through and take care of that. But people people love to complain. They just do. Some people are only happy when they're unhappy. Yes. And what gets me even more on this entire topic, and I fall victim of this too, especially when it comes to sports nerddom, is people who want to go back and forth and argue for a literal hour or two. Okay, 
PSA. Nobody has ever changed their mind in the history of social media because somebody had an argument or a debate with them. Yeah. Amen. Stop it. Amen. Just stop it. It's not worth it. Right. So it sounds like the four of us need to get better at something, and this is a new term for me, called oh, yeah. gray rocking. Yeah. Which mm. in my world is something that I, I've become, I, I thought, really good at. I, I just call it ignoring. I'm just not paying attention to you. Um, but one one of you, I don't know, remember which. It was either Don or John, or maybe it was you, Ross, sent a story about gray rocking and how to deal with manipul- manipulative, narcissistic people. Yeah, Do you that remember was me. That, that was you? <laughs> um, and it basically talks about most irritating people you can ignore and not spend time with but some of these people you don't have any choice that's right you, you can't either, just cut contact from right them. their family or their sorry guys. or <laughs> right or uh you live with them and basically what the story says if if i'm right don it just means become disengaged give one word answers right mm-hmm. pretend that you're a gray rock Okay, so when they start to try to, because narcissists and manipulative people, they want to get you riled up and pissed off like I just was for the last 30 minutes. (laughs) But if you have to, like this person, I can just delete their email. But if you have to, like you said, live with them, work with them, you know, this is a part of your, you can't avoid this life. Right. Unless you move away. <laughs> um, you just, when they start to try to bait you with things to make you mad or, you know, you just basically give them such generic answers that they get bored and they move on to someone else. And you set boundaries by letting them know, like you just go, okay. And you're like, hmm, interesting. Or, wow, that's weird. I haven't thought about it that way. Is that why or, children, go ahead. I'm sorry. Or, or noted. Yeah, or noted. noted. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Yeah, is yeah. that uh, is that um, the reason why kids might move far away from their parents, or is am I reading too yeah. much into hmm, it? There, I don't know. I think well, there's that's complicated because you know, depending on how you evaluate your entire upbringing, you know. Because I've found that now that I live close to my parents, I'm being manipulated by both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being used for things where they could probably handle themselves. Yeah. They feel like it's payback time. I don't, I, I can't quite figure it out. Yeah. Um, but it, it's got to the point where no matter how busy I am and what I'm doing, I have to drop everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. To deal with things that aren't, you know, if it's heavy lifting or something I'm a pro at, no no problem. Yeah, you're not going to right. say no to that. But when it's easy stuff, it's like, why me? Hmm. Do they just want to be around you and want your attention maybe because they love you? And who they're would, your parents? Who would want that? That's Come true. On. It's you. I don't... It's me. It's me. Um, so you just kind of get, I mean, I'm not saying your parents, I'm just saying in general. And then they had another level of yellow rocking. Yellow rocking? Yes. Did you read further in there? Because for some reason, no, it's, it's, it, it was a paywall. So I went to a Yahoo version of that okay, story. Okay, good. So you can see it because I see a paywall now on my phone and it's 
really irritating me. It won't let me read the rest of it. I didn't memorize it. Yeah. Um, it was just a less passive way of dealing with it um, that was a little more engaging. But it, it still fooled them into thinking that you care, basically, right. when you don't. Right. But sometimes ignoring doesn't work. Yeah. You know, you just have to deal with it. I don't know. Um, I don't know the secret to dealing with that kind of um, aggressive, narcissistic behavior. Mm -hmm. If you're speaking of Twitter alone, the best function that Twitter has is that mute button. Oh, the right. love it. The people don't yes. even know that they're blocked, but you, you never hear or see from them. Yeah. And I'll admit, every now and then I do like to go look at the people that I've muted and check in on who they're trolling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, oh. that's Just don't tell them that you've muted them because I made that mistake once. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I do that to coworkers. I do that to coworkers yeah. all the time. Yeah. He does it my... to me. I don't care, you guys. Yeah, I don't I've care. Because yeah. I have to post a lot of things for our show that's just stupid stuff. Like, look at this dress at the Oscars, you know, stuff like that. Hold so. on. Are you muted right now? I know I I'm know. muted. Um, no, you're not muted, Ross. Um, I still grind my teeth, especially with your late-night sports uh, missives that you send out that are just so jolly. All are, mine are just, just links on mine. I don't really have time to put my opinion out there. Listen to the show if you want to know it. Right. <laughs> um, Is John scared of me now? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. I want to change uh, gears here coming up, but first I want to talk to uh, anybody that's thinking about getting their permit to carry um, uh, license. DK Mags, a favorite shop of mine, is running carry classes twice a month, and they can help you do everything it takes in order to get you to apply for the permit. Better yet, if you bring a friend, both of you will receive $10 off any box of ammunition when you sign up. But remember, uh, this is a kind of a garage logic thing. You've got to mention garage logic and then register in the store. And this offer does expire at the end of the year. It's a wonderful little shop. It's on Old 8 up in uh, New Brighton. Very friendly staff, so you won't be intimidated when you go in there. They also have uh, a pawn shop. Who doesn't love a pawn shop? Monticello Pawn and Gun, 1219 Highway 25, south of 94, up in Monticello, where you can find all sorts of crazy stuff you didn't know you needed until you saw it, and now you're bringing it home. Uh, that's Monticello Pawn and Gun and DKMags.com. So uh, one of you, oh, I wish I could, oh, Ross, it's your fault polyamorous you oh sent my us a god what on polyamorous right. people and so i'm reading this story john do you have this story i do yeah i don't I, even I, want to be with here. myself uh, yeah <laughs> i um, just get offended whenever i read these okay and, good you know, let's and, hear it and not even like to not nah, this this will sound bad i don't really want to get Who in trouble cares? but even like the the hardcore <laughs> believing mormons when they have multiple wives i'm like i can't even land one right. okay <laughs> you're taking well, all the women part of my problem with this is that i'm very old. frustrating I'm old, and the three that they feature in this story are young, and they don't say the sex of the third person. N-A-T-T-E, right? Who, and the is name that a man or a woman? I don't know. It doesn't give it away. They <laughs> use the pronoun them or they. And uh, I I just want, even if it's a trans person, I want to know. If you've got both sides, both parts, that's cool. That's fine. Don't have a problem with it. I want to know that. I don't want they or them. I want a, a definition. But 
uh, the, the, read the story, John, and we can get into it. I, it's funny because I had the same reaction that you just gave. I thought, well, who is this person? And I, I'm and not going to judge. I don't care if it's a man or a woman or yeah, both. Exactly. I don't care. I'm not going to judge and you. specifically of this topic, because you want to know what parts are going where. Yes. yes. Let me break it That's down for all of these it. guys, yeah. what they're talking Thank about. It's not, Kenny's not Thank saying you. in general that he's bothered by people no. that are, are no, non-binary. He's just care. in this specific story. I want to know mm-hmm. part A, part B, part C. Who's being helpful? Who's being useful? Who's just laying there expecting the to be made watching. happy? Yes. Yeah. Who's oh, running the camera? Yeah. Is there one God's pocket or two? <laughs> yes. God's thank you. Pocket. Thank you for reminding me of God's we're, pocket. We're getting ahead of ourselves. John, okay. do yeah. the story. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Berlinski, 34-year-old worker in higher education in Ithaca, New York, is legally married to 36-year-old farm manager Brandon Berlinski. Two years ago, on a camping trip, a decade into their relationship, they met 35-year-old Maddie, M-A-T-T-E. We'll go with Maddie. Maddie Namer, the founder of a real estate firm, and all three of them fell in love. The Berlinskis and Namer are polyamorous. That means they're open to romantic relationships with more than one person at a time. After meeting two years ago, they started going on dates together. And soon after, Maddie moved in with the Berlinskis. Now the three plan to have a child, and they want to make their relationship official so that they can be recognized by their community as a family. But how do you make a relationship official when there are three people in it? Polyamory is a form of consensual non-monogamy, when people have more than one sexual or romantic partner at once with all partners' permission. A 2021 study in Frontiers in Psychology found that one in nine Single American adults had at some point engaged in polyamory. In legal terms, polyamorous people are unable to marry all of their partners. It is illegal throughout the U.S. to marry more than one person at a time. Somerville, Massachusetts is thought to be the first U.S. city to legally recognize polyamorous domestic partnerships, which it started doing in 2020. However, people like Maddie and the Berlinskis are utilizing an option that symbolically, though not legally, binds all three of them a commitment ceremony. Commitment ceremonies are events that celebrate any number of people's commitment to one another, and they can look many different ways, according to Connecticut-based marriage and family therapist Christian C. Do. Have we heard enough? Yeah. See uh, Do. Just, just tell C. Do. Yeah, I just want to go on the water now. Why? <laughs> why? Why commit? Why not just keep the party going? You know, why do you have to make a big deal out of it? And why are we being official and calling it polyamorous when it's obviously some sort of um, fun cuckolding thing, right? <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Use a term from Shakespeare. Daddy comes, in. <laughs> daddy comes in and takes care of mama while the daddy number two watches in the corner with a video cam, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. We don't know if it's a daddy or a mommy number two. Yeah. Hmm. I just saw, I think Ross must have said this Ross, to me. Ross, why does this irritate you so much? You said that this is really irritating. You know, when you've been on a lot of bad first dates. Yeah. Sometimes bad second dates. Yeah. Frustrating situations. Uh, I see. You, so, just, you just get annoyed when somebody is having more than one partner at a time. You know, so Ross, I'm putting in the work. I'm going through the process. You're the I'm, nice guy. I'm you're talking with coach. I'm getting my game in in order, and it just isn't happening. And 
You know, you got yeah. somebody who's somebody just like, has two. Oh well, on Monday I went out with Tina, and on Wednesday I saw Stephanie, and on Friday there's this new girl at work. Oh boo hoo! Leave me alone. So you've never had a, a girlfriend, and the girlfriend's girlfriend is what I'm hearing, right? And that's never Are been you, a who possible. Are you asking? Yeah, I, no, okay. I'm asking asking Ross. Okay. Because obviously the three of us have all lived through that. I mean, we're old enough, and we've been around. We, yeah. we, we know what it's like to be at a party. Yeah. What a real party is. I have no idea what you're speaking about. Okay. <laughs> I want to point out, I believe, Dawn, I don't actually have your phone number. I apologize. So I'm going to pass you my phone. Oh. But I did send a picture to Kenny and John. Oh. Yeah. If this is the same realty company... Uh, John, which you may need to double check for me as FYI. Oh. Yeah. I think we may have found Maddie. <gasps> yeah. Cool. <laughs> Maddie's got the bad beard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily mean that Maddie D- is, is he, a male. John. He's trying to distract from the fact that he's losing his hair. <laughs> right. He's How do I the... not have your number, by the way? We need to fix that. Yeah, and I the... never can find his email either. I'm like, I was so mad last night. I'm like, why can't I ever find Ross's email? That was the header of the email you sent. Yeah, because I forwarded it to Ross in another email format. So I, I'm going to ask the insensitive question here. Uh-oh, okay. Um, given the bad beard and the bad comb down, where it's just all combed down to the forehead... Is is Matthew biological Matthew? Oh, Dawn, I see. Can you tell just by oh, looking? I need to look again. <laughs> okay, one second here. Let's let's get the phone back again. Open. Like I said earlier, I'm 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 not judging. I don't care. I just want to know how what what's happening in the boudoir. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Pass the phone okay. back. What do you think? You just can't tell. You just can't tell yeah, anymore at no, all. You can't. Um, oh, those eyebrows look so unkempt. It's got to be a guy. This is what I think. I think that this is um, a non-binary person now, but definitely a male. Yeah. Because there is a receding hairline, and that right. normally I don't want to get into the alopecia area. Right. Because we know what people do when you mention that. You get slapped. Yeah. Somebody runs up on stage. But I believe that this is a balding man. So Sarah, the hero of this story, 34-year-old Sarah. The hero. She's uh, She's probably pretty happy, huh? Oh, because she has two guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And what would be better, two guys or two gals? Or what about three guys or three gals? (laughs) Well, it depends on who you're asking. Yeah. I mean, for a guy, it would probably be three gals. Kenny's face (laughs) as he's clearly picturing these scenarios. (laughs) It depends on who it is. Um, My thing is, though, isn't it you're not married, but you're living in sin, uh, John, you're married. I've been married like I don't know, eighty years. Just just between two people, that's it's a bit of a project sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like this. How do you manage three? I it's not the management. I would just be extremely jealous. Oh, I you couldn't would. deal with that. No, I yeah, I'm not. I don't like that. I don't want him looking at anybody else. Well, no, you're assuming a girl. What if it was a guy? 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. See? Mm, that's a lot of work. I think it really is. Way, <laughs> it really is a lot of work. Why not keep that to twice, uh, twice a month on Saturday night, or, or you know, one weekend a month? Let's have a party. Well, why not do it that way? Either way, I'd be upset if they went to like a movie or dinner without me. Without you, see, yeah. now I'm no. the other way around. I, I would be that. <laughs> nothing would make me happier than leaving me at home. Yeah, you guys go would, do something, will you? That would be, you know, that would be yeah. awesome. This is what happens. I watched a, was it on HBO? Anyway, there was something about polyamory on there. It was like a little mini series. I don't remember what streaming service. So I'm like, I'll watch this, whatever. Uh, they did show nudity and I was like, great. Yeah, um, fantastic. And doing things. And I'm like, okay, cool. See yeah. what's going yeah. on here, and Take it's like a the game of Twister, um, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but it, well, you it know wasn't my anything room. grotesque or like porn like though. It really wasn't like there weren't. It was just like them it was tastefully and so, done, yeah, it was very tasteful. Exactly. I'm just like, oh, I was more interested in the relationships, the stories, because every single one of those relationships ended up failing. Out right. of the eight couples, because one person would get jealous. Right. Because yeah. they thought they were so polyamorous. But then whenever she would go like, oh, I think I want to have a boyfriend. He'd be like, great, I'll get a girlfriend. And then he would start to feel left out and sad or the up opposite way. Somebody would get their feelings hurt. Right. And I'm like, this doesn't work. Right. Not for my generation. I don't understand what these other people are doing that are younger than us. I think that they've brainwashed themselves into thinking that it's good or fun. Well, yeah, I think they brainwashed themselves. And, and the the only way to make it work is once or twice a month. That That's the that's only... being a swinger. Yeah. And then, you know, the rule of <laughs> menage a trois, make yourself useful. Because <laughs> nobody oh. wants to be left out. And yeah, yeah, yeah do, it, do whatever it takes to... God. Yeah. Yeah, too much work. Sounds like I, uh, fun, but nah. <laughs> yeah. I am looking at uh, Sarah now, also Sarah Berlinski. And, does, she, uh, does she look she, happy? I, I think she looks really happy, but she weighs, it looks like, about 90 pounds. So I think oh. she's keeping busy, perhaps. And, uh, oh, <laughs> she's burning too many calories. A lot of times she's they're vegans, too. a lot too. of calories. They're what? Yeah. They're vegans I, a lot of times, too. They're very oh. hippie, vegan-type people. Oh, that goes well, together? Exactly yeah. what she appears to be, yes. Bad joke alert. <laughs> Can uh -oh. you be a vegan if you're with two guys? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, That's that a wasn't sausage coming, party. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, have we uh, pounded Exhausted our, uh, that one into the ground? Please. <laughs> oh, because... I think we're teetering on, uh, what, what do I have to rate these? They always ask me if it's clean NC or... NC-17? Yeah, I, th I think we're teetering on not clean. <laughs> oh, boy. Is there an anger rating on this podcast? Because I started out pretty angry. As did I. Um, I'm and I'm going to get angry again uh, because um, I kept my headphones on too long this morning and heard you doing a story which was supposed to be a good story that would fill my heart with joy. Oh, you were mad. But it really irritated me. And there's a point in the story, and I'm pretty sure, hold on, I have to cough. There's a point, and John is going to know 
if you have the story when I get mad. So if you could, yeah. if you have the Keith Urban story. Yes, I do. So Ellen DeGeneres, her longtime talk show, Ellen, is in its final season uh, after running since 2003. Uh, Keith Urban has been on 20 times over the course of his career, and she's been supporting him since the beginning, his musical career. Uh, so in the episode that aired yesterday, that would be Tuesday if you're listening, not right after this show is posted, um, Keith Urban brought an electric guitar to the set and serenaded her with his 2016 hit, Blue Ain't Your Color. Yeah. Um, But then at the end of the interview, you know, he told her how much that, you know, this is a gift from you to me, and he gave her the guitar. Which was? A 1960 Gibson Les Paul Jr. Can you imagine that? That he's had for years and used on multiple records. John, Don, that is a legendary I know. guitar. I don't know a lot about guitars, but I know that a Les yeah. Paul And is... it's it's a Les Paul Junior. Okay. Junior, yeah. Which so is supposed to be standard. the Yeah, it's supposed to be the affordable model back then. Yes. And I if I that. remember right, it only has one pickup, right, John? That's correct. Yeah. But a 1960 Junior and you're giving it to a and you know she's not going to play this thing. It's going to go no, on a wall no. somewhere. And then yep. when she passes away, it's going to who knows where the hell it's going to go. They're going to auction it <laughs> off for the gorilla sanctuary she has. Oh, what? Really? What? <laughs> I'm just speculating. Don't oh, calm down, Beyonce. That really makes me... <laughs> <laughs> I think we're losing Kenny. <laughs> That's what Kenny. I'm talking about. That's a treasured, treasured musical instrument. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you might You're... as well just set it on fire, in my opinion. John, what do you got? Here's uh, while well, I'm looking online, of course, here's a, a 59 for eight grand. Uh, there's a, here's one for twelve grand from fifty eight. But so, um, uh, Keith Urban, he's that little guy married to that tall Australian, right? Yeah, with, the with alien, the, Nicole with Kidman, the sexy accent. Yeah. Can you imagine what? No, nah, never. Let's not go oh down that road. Yeah. I've met him. That's what I was going to ask you because you, it sounded oh, like I you can did send this, you a picture of when him you and I together the, right now. Yeah, when you did the story, it sounded like you had met him. What was the situation? How it did was you meet a, him? It was a concert. I went to a concert because I I think that he's an amazing guitar player. He is, and yes, I is. really think that uh, you know it's not classic country; it's pop country. Um, it but is. his performance. I've been to three of his concerts, and he is just mind blowingly good. And yeah. so I really respect him as a as an yeah. artist, and I just it was a backstage thing. We were taking listeners when I worked at a music radio station, uh, taking was, them back there. So was Nicole there? And no. did the three of you go have a menage a trois? Yeah, 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 polyamorous yeah. situation. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, no. All right, uh, that's interesting to think about. John, what would what would you do if you had a 1960 Junior? I would I would play it a lot. I would not give it to Ellen or or anybody else. For anybody? Give it to you. I wouldn't give it to you. For yeah, God's sake. sorry. I, I know, Dill. You're listening to this. Sorry, you don't get Dad's Junior. You can have no. any other guitar from Dad you want, but you're not getting the Junior. Yeah, yeah that's I'll how get you it at some point when I well, leave this world. Well, yeah, but... when you're dead, <laughs> maybe unless and, and you will it to someone else. You're still going to have to pay Mom ten thousand for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's be serious though. Uh, Keith, uh, Keith Urban's uh, guitar collection probably is 
But John, this he's been using this thing for years. It's been on a number of albums. This is, I mean, it's this an is important a, guitar to music history. Yeah. <laughs> he goes well. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking right now at some of his guitars. I, he, he has an amazing collection of guitars, including other Les Paul Juniors. So uh, he, yeah. he he's going to do okay. He's doing all right. If I was seriously rich, that's where all my money would go on crap. Crap I don't need. Guitars, cars, <laughs> motorcycles, boat, you know, you name it. Just crap. Well, fun stuff. I'm, Tra uh, tractors, I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm not seriously rich, and I have way too many guitars. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. boy. Well, I'm going to send you this picture. Just don't, just ignore the dirt bag that I'm with, okay? He was my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> was he the stripper? No, not this one. Okay. No, no, no. All he right. was he was a tight end though, a football player in college. Know. Oh, really? Way too hey, young yo. for me. Well, I think I'm like 36 and he was 27 in this picture. Good wow. job, McLean. Nice. Yeah, that was just me avoiding a Nothing commitment because I knew they would that. never commit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, maybe I was 38. Yeah. I think I was 38 because we dated days. for two years and then, yeah. 38 yeah. divided by two is 19 plus seven is 26. And how old was he? I don't know what you said about all those numbers. You are. The rule is half your age plus seven. That's how young you can oh, go. Oh, really? Um, my, mine was if they're closer to my daughter's age than I am, then I shouldn't be dating. <laughs> <laughs> but then I just gave up that rule. Um, I, he was 20, uh, I think 27 when I met him. And two years later, when you were done with him, he was 40. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I, almost, I almost sent this picture to Dan Seaman oh, also. Don't do that. Don't okay, do here that. we go. You got 12 seconds, Kenny. I don't know. Um, did we cover it all? All except for Murder, She Wrote, that I watched last night. Are you going away happy, Dawn? She, yes, I am, because this right. is my favorite part of the week. All right, Thanks we're done. listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.